Welcome to Tashma, the podcast where you get to listen in on Hadar's Beat Midrash. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip. Each week this year, we will hear a Dvar Torah on the weekly Parsha from our Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Aviva Richman. Let's listen. Speech that heals. Narrative Halacha, Part 2. Last week we saw that our capability to be full partners in Torah is anchored in the messy and sometimes disorienting details of our embodied lives. In Parshat Mitzorah, we see the importance of narration, how giving voice to our experience plays an important role in a model of Torah and Halakha that conveys dignity and is a source of healing. Speech plays an important role specifically regarding tzara'a that one finds in their house, things that look like some sort of lesion on the walls of a house. Throughout most of the discussion of Tzara'at, we see passive verbs. He is brought to the Kohen, says the Torah, time after time. But for Tzara'at of the house, the person afflicted is much more active. The homeowner comes and tells the Kohen, something like an affliction has appeared to me in the house. The grammarian Ibn Ezra teaches that this active verb, he shall come, is not merely a matter of logistics, you can't bring a house to a Kohen, but reflects an act laden with religious value, says Ibn Ezra, it is a mitzvah to come to the Kohen. One might think that doing a mitzvah only kicks in once the Kohen gives instructions, but here we see that the mitzvah begins earlier, at the moment where a person identifies a potential intersection between their own life and a larger religious world, even as there is some uncertainty, something like an affliction, kanega. If we think of halacha as a bridge between our lives and divine will, we see from this verse that this encounter is rooted in our subjective experiences and grows from our decision to reach from there towards God. The halachic system at its core is not really about obeying religious authority, It is about claiming agency and taking initiative to frame one's life through interface with Torah. When we articulate our narrative, it comes at the intersection of confidence and humility. I have to value my own perspective, trusting that my eye can identify something that has potential halachic significance. On the other hand, I am aware of the limits of my own perspective. The statement is not absolute, but contingent. I saw something like an affliction. In a fascinating shift from the power dynamics of the Kohen's authoritative expertise in the Torah, later interpretation determines that a religious authority must also speak from an awareness of contingency. In her comments on the Parsha, the scholar Nechama Leibowitz emphasizes that the word like an affliction, kanega, is a reminder that even, maybe especially, a sage should train themselves to say, I don't know. The expert must adopt a stance of humility. Rather than a battle between liberal autonomy and religious authority, the picture becomes one of mutual contingency. An individual can trust their intuition and at the same time have a very clear sense of the limits of their knowledge. A sage can have experience and training, yet at the same time be aware they are not a full expert in the particulars of this individual's experience. When these two stances encounter each other, there is a possibility for transformative relationship. Concrete religious and spiritual gain grows out of this process where diagnosis can only come on the heels of sharing your narrative and waiting for an expert's engagement.
The medieval commentary Sforno explains that the time lapse between the homeowner's narration, Vihigidla Kohen, until the Kohen comes to see their home, leads to a period of time rich for reflection and further expression. The homeowner may do teshuva, repent, and pray. The Kohen also prays. This is a vision of a relational approach to halakha, less about an objective determination and more about mutual investment in an outcome of healing. In this vein, we can interpret the narrative moment, vihigid la kohen, expansively, as a model for a kind of narrative halakha, kind of akin to narrative medicine. Narrative medicine is a relatively new field that places importance on an individual's agency in sharing their experience and very particular knowledge of their own body with a medical practitioner who listens and develops a holistic plan for care. In one foundational text that lays out a vision for narrative medicine, Rita Sharon writes, Our genuine curiosity and commitment toward the truth enable us to peer through the twilight of another's story as we try to see the whole picture and as we reflect on what it might mean. We recognize what parts we play in one another's lives and how entailed we are in our shared vision of meaning. We get to know ourselves as a result of the vision of others and we are able to donate ourselves as instruments of others' learning. The meeting point between an individual and an expert becomes so much more than a simple diagnosis. It becomes a relational moment that offers deeper healing as the two share their knowledge and the limits of their knowledge. Parshat Tezria and Mitzora adamantly insist that the reality of our embodied lives, even when disorienting or scary, is the soil where Torah takes root and from where it grows. We get there through narration, vihigid. The Torah models this narration by spending so many words on these parts of our existence that we may have deemed unworthy of divine attention. Just as God loves the details of our messy lives, so too we can be ready to share our narratives as part of this relationship. This picture of narrative halakha paves the way for us to find our own voice, having the confidence to notice and articulate our personal experiences and having the humility to refrain from reaching a definite conclusion about how that interfaces with a religious pathway. The encounter between an individual and the broad and deep wisdom of Torah must dignify rather than eclipse the person and their story. As we enter into this Passover season and think about the Seder evening, we can dive into this work of Haggadah, narrating the stories of our own lives and moment that are part of reaching towards a more redeemed world. Shabbat Shalom. This episode of Tashma was produced by Jeremy Tabak and Sam Greenberg. I'm your host, Rabbi Avi Killip. It's been a pleasure to learn with you.